You're listening to Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I'm your host, Estelle, and I'm super happy that you're tuning in today. I'm a certified personal trainer and life coach whose life within the health and fitness world has been pretty all over the place. So no matter where you are within your fitness journey, I can probably relate to it on some level. I know that fitness is for you and that you have a valued place in this world. I've had my fair share of ups and downs, insecurities, and honestly feeling like an outcast from exercise and fitness. Little did I know that I'd actually become a leader within this space and help women from all walks of life gain confidence, find freedom and understanding, and feel at home within the fitness world. In this podcast, my goal is to help you fall in love with exercise, become amazed by yourself, create healthy lifestyle changes, and break down that confusing gym and lifting stuff so that you can feel welcome and at home within the fitness world. Everyone is welcome here. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to an exciting episode of Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I have a very special person here that I'm interviewing today. Her name is Kalina, and I came across Kalina's page, personal page, maybe like two years ago. Would you say it was like two years ago? Year and a half? Yeah, yeah. And I was immediately drawn to her because because of actually how she was raising her children. (laughs) (laughs) And I haven't shared this on here, but it's, you know, it's not a current desire of mine to have children right now because of what a massive responsibility that is in my current lifestyle. But I do often think about what it would be like to raise and educate children. I think simply because I was a kindergarten teacher for six years. And during that time, I developed a lot of opinions about kids and what I saw parents doing with their kids. And anyways, that was what initially drew me to her alongside with her desire. Um, you know, she was le- learning about the human body. Like we have that in common. We have our our knowledge is very different, but we're, we have that in common that we are fascinated by the human body. And like it was actually Kalina's page that I learned about na- mouth taping from. Like, I think that was right when I started following you. And I was like, mouth taping? What's mouth taping? Like, I'd never heard of this before. And just over time, I've come to see what an incredible human and mom she is. And now you're going to be getting to know her a little bit too throughout the show and about her new business venture, which I am so excited about. It's called Would Be Botanicals. Wow. Which I could not have imagined a more perfect thing for her to create. So I'm so excited for you guys to learn about it. And welcome to the show, Kalina. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I know when I found your page, I was like, finally, someone talking about like fitness for women. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think when I found you, I had just stopped being a fitness coach, right? Mm. Like we won't talk about all that, but like, yeah, like one of those people that like sell the programs and stuff like that. And I, you know, while it was convenient and all that kind of stuff, I was just like this, I did not feel like it was designed for women (laughs) at all. Mm. So that's how I found you was like, okay, this is more of what I think I'm looking for. And so it's match made in heaven. (laughs) Wow. I didn't even know that. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) So to kick things off, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? So, um, yeah, so again, my name is Kalina and I'm married to my best friend that I met in my thirties. So my thirties were my best years. Um, cause I also got to have two children that I homeschool and they're six and four and a half right now. And yeah, um, my husband and I have, 
we've always wanted to kind of have our own business, but it was like, what do you do? Right. Like, <laughs> um, and so it was me trying to figure out what his passions are. And he's always been like that guy that loves like science and growing things and all sorts of stuff. And I was like, well, I'm always creating stuff and learning about herbs and mushrooms and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, what if you grow the stuff and I make it? And it just kind of grew into this place where it was, we would always talk about like, what would it be like if you could be home? And what would it be like if we did this? And my daughter actually helped us come up with the name because she's like, well, we're always talking about what would be, right? And she was like, well, we like woods because, oh my gosh, my children are like, we need to live in the forest. Like that's our, that's where our souls get called to. So she's like, well, we like the woods and we like bees. And so would be botanicals was born. <laughs> that's so cute. So it's like a play off words for us to also just be a reminder, like what would be life be like, but also our passions, which are, we just, yes, we're meant to live in woods and nature we're currently living in um a smaller community on the east side of the mountains and i love the small community here we still have property back on the west side and in washington and every time i drive over there i'm like the trees and my kids are like the trees <laughs> it's just like mm -hmm. where our be. so um so yeah right now we're just um doing stuff at home and growing from there and figuring out life because I feel like the seasons always change and you have kids and things like that so it's been an adventure for sure yeah isn't that true for everyone like 24 7 just figuring out life like we're yes. all just figuring out life forever <laughs> yeah well once you get, feel like you get it figured out something changes you're like okay guess that, yep. that here we that. go yep. <laughs> the exactly. wheel keeps rolling um yeah. Okay. So I love the name would be botanicals and like how it came to be. I think that's the cutest story and also so appropriate. Can you give us a little bit of history about what got you into natural medicine? So I would say that I've always growing up, my parents were always great about like, um, you know, our bodies are just meant to kind of heal. And so it's really just about supporting the body. Um, I always remember like we tried to eat, you know, like healthy, like fast food was like a special treat kind of thing. <laughs> like, um, so for me, it was always just kind of in the background. And I was, I've always been really thankful. Um, shout out to my dad for that. <laughs> um, just really, you know, teaching us that, you know, we can take care of our bodies and support them because they were designed to be that way. Um, I think more, I got more and more into it probably in my twenties when some health issues like kind of came up for me and then definitely in my thirties. So most people don't know that I actually have a congenital kidney disease called medullary sponge kidney, the mouthful. Yes. Um, but I, yeah, for me, it was like going to the doctors and then basically telling me like, well, so this is, you know, a birth defect. And so you're just going to have kidney stones for the rest of your life and, you know, possible pain. And this is just your life. So, you know, try to take care of yourself. And I was like, that is absolutely not a good enough answer for me. So um, I tried to reach out and find other people that had it and things like that. And it was amazing to me to find just based off of my own 
gatherings that most people I found not only couldn't figure out how to help themselves with it, but developed autoimmune diseases within two years later, because obviously if your body's like stressed, you're in that much pain, your body's just going to break down. And I was like, absolutely not for me. And so it was just diving into researching, figuring out how I could support my body so that I was just not going to end up like that. And then that just trickled into more, um, you know, Stephen and I had some fertility issues for a while and, um, we've got some angel babies that I, you know, um, feel blessed to have carried for the time that I did, but that really opened the doors for me to learn more, even just about, you know, my body as a woman that we're not taught, like all the things like, you know, you hear about your different cycle phases and stuff. And I was just like, okay, but what could I be taking? Like, herb wise or, you know, foods or all those things. Like just, again, how can I better support my body instead of trying to band-aid fix all these things that are happening? And so I think, and then motherhood, of course, opened the floodgates. Who do you take your kids to the doctors or something comes up and um, all those things. And you're just like, no, this just does not feel right to me as a mom. Like I have these intuitions for a reason. And so it really just was like, okay, I'm going to just look into this more. And the more I did, the more confident I felt in just taking care of ourselves at home. And so I, it was such a blessing to learn and know more and then be able to share with friends and family, like, oh, you're having trouble with this. Like, this is what we used and it worked great (laughs) as far as homeopathy or herbs or mushrooms or all those things. So yeah, like it's been most in my family for a, a long time, but it just over time, right? I feel like there was just like a circumstance that would come in and make me go, okay, I need to know even more or go in this direction. So. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. I think it gives us like a, a big picture. I mean, of course I know there's probably so much more to it, but (laughs) that kind of gives us like a little bit of a timeline and like, okay, this is how this was the evolution of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I forgot to ask you to explain what even Woodby Botanicals is. So I think it was kind of like insinuated here and there, like botanicals. And I said, natural medicine, you me- you mentioned like herbs, mushrooms, that kind of thing. What is it? What is Woodby Botanicals? So Woodby Botanicals is really a place I wanted people to come to feel just more confident in what they could take. I think that for me starting it, it was like, okay, I think there's this overall consensus everywhere that we've gotten to a place where we feel like we no longer have authority over our own bodies. Like we always need to be told what to do or what to take. Mm -hmm. And I wanted it to be a place where people could come and learn more. Um, And so right now we sell a Rishi and a lion's mane tincture. Those have been huge and instrumental in our own um, bodies at home. Um, my husband, myself, my kids, we all take them. And so we were like, let's start with that. Um, I have some other tinctures on the way that I'm really excited about. Um, and then I have an ebook right now. There's been so much, you know, it's the season for colds, coughs and all those things. And I felt like it was on my phone all the time, like answering the same text messages to friends. And I was like, I'm just going to make a book. <laughs> and yeah. And then So um, I wanted to be a place where people can come and feel confident in taking care of themselves at home. So product wise, it's going to be a variety 
Um, but my goal is to always share things that we have found that work for us as a family. Um, so that I know, like, I'm like, I've experimented on myself. This is, this works like that kind of stuff. So that's what we're really excited about is yeah. Just sharing products that we know and have seen ourselves that work and to share those with everyone else. Yeah. So you mentioned reishi and lion's mane soda. I feel like most people know this at this point, but just in case anyone doesn't know, those are mushrooms. Um, and they're really pretty mushrooms too. (laughs) That's what I love. Like most mushrooms are so they're either like, they have like an energy about them. Like you see some and you're like, well, those are like majestic. And then you see others and you're like, that is the cutest little mushroom. <laughs> so it's been so fun to teach the kids too. Like they see mushrooms everywhere now. Like before I feel like they would have never seen them. And you know, they're like at the park, they're like, that's, oh my gosh, look at that mushroom. And there was only friends. You don't touch them unless you know what they are. Right. Aww, <laughs> like, that's all cute. But yeah, they pop up everywhere. Like once you start looking for them, you can find, I mean, there's so many, right. So um, but yeah, reishi is a beautiful one and watching it grow out of a mm. tree, especially is really cool. And then lion's mane is just, it almost looks, the kids and I think it looks like something that belongs in the ocean, almost like mm-hmm. sea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so many different kinds. Like I, I didn't even know until a couple of years ago, like how many different varieties of mushrooms there were. And I only learned like two weeks ago that reishi only grows out of trees, like dead trees. I'm like, what in the world? This is insane. Okay. So you, you mentioned those two things, the lion's mane, the reishi, what are some other things that you have found work for your family? Cause you said you're going to have other products coming out. I don't know if you want to share that kind of stuff yet, but what are some other things you found that do work? Um, so one that I, um, had jokingly mentioned to my friends recently, I was like, I ran out of my Chinese school cash and it, I've definitely noticed a difference in my daughter. It's so helpful with um, inflammation and things like that. Um, I just, yeah, I just noticed a difference in her emotions, especially. Mm. I feel that just, um, she tells me she gets really bad busy brain before bed if we Mm. um, don't take it. And so it just kind of helps her feel, she says she feels more like herself. And so that was one I really wanted to make because I know that so many mom friends of mine are like the emotions are really big right now whether it's a stage or whatever it is right Mm -hmm. um so that's been one of my favorites so Chinese skullcap and then ashwagandha I feel like a lot of more people are familiar with ashwagandha since it's an adaptogen as well for stress um but there are things that I do um and I share I'm starting to share more on my Instagram as well that um we don't necessarily sell but that are just Mm -hmm. helpful so like nettle tea is mm-hmm. a daily in our in our household I don't think people realize how we call it like the multivitamin of that God made mm-hmm. <laughs> because it has so many minerals in it and it's just great for preventative care I swear that's what's helped like with my kidney stones mm-hmm. um also things the kids love it um you know, if your kid's constipated, it can help with that. It's just so many things. And so we do plan on making some tea blends later and we might do something with that. Um, but I always just tell people, I'm like, that's like my go-to herb, daily herb. Um, but yeah, I also actually just bought, or I just got, um, some kidney suet from a local farmer. So I'm really excited to start doing more topical things as well. 
um, like some body butters and things like that. Um, and it was really exciting to not just educate myself, but the kids on, you know, we're driving past and seeing all these cows that are in pins and stuff like that. And then we get to our farm and it's like, the cows are free and living off grass and to chat with the farmer and educate more on just how they're raised. And so knowing like that we're supporting a local farm, which is great. And they're supporting us by giving us quality products that I can make into something yeah. new as well. So that's pretty exciting for us as well. Yeah. I love that too. We were, you know, we were just talking like this morning or last night about the raw milk <laughs> and I love being able to go out to our farm and just see the cows just like walking around, mooing together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're just having a good cow time. And because I'm not sure what it is like in Washington, but in Oregon, you can't directly buy raw milk. You have to be part of a cow share. So you technically own part of a cow or a cow and you pay someone to get the milk for you. So okay. because of that, we can go out to this farm whenever we want and just like hang out with the cows because I don't know which cow or what part we own. Okay, I'm going to go say hi to the cows. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. So venturing off here, you mentioned the Chinese skull cap, nettle leaf tea. And yeah, nettle leaf tea is so mineral rich. I should probably be drinking it more. Um, I was talking with a friend about this the other day and she's like, no, most teas, especially when properly sourced, of course, are like one of the best things you could do for your health. And I was like, no, because I don't like tea. <laughs> I'm like, okay, oh. well, you could just make my kids version. So they do <laughs> some tea with some raw milk and a dash of maple syrup. Nobody's that. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's a little, I mean, I'll, I'll drink it. It's fine. It's not like I want to like throw up and we're like, oh, this is so gross. It's just, I just don't enjoy it. You know, it's not like, oh, I really want some tea now, but maybe mm -hmm. if I had it more consistently, my body would learn like, oh, this is so nourishing because I think typically our body, our body craves when it needs. Mm -hmm. And so if it, if it had that constant intake of the minerals from like the nettle leaf tea it might learn that this is really good and maybe I'd crave it I don't know um but yeah so from there I kind of want to know how did you discover this like so you went to the doctor and you were like well that I don't agree with and I don't I'm not going to settle for that life I'm going to figure something else out so how did you do that oh my goodness so it was okay so so I don't even know. It was kind of a journey because I thought I was, to be honest, I thought I was doing really well for a couple of years. So I got diagnosed right before I turned 30 and I had my son when I was 37. So it'd been quite some time where I thought like I was doing pretty well. And then when I was pregnant with my son, I was all of a sudden getting these horrible, horrible kidney stones like to the point where I was going to the hospital and I was like, I'm just in so much pain. And they're like, are you having contractions? And I was like, I don't think so. And they're like, yeah, you are. And they're like three minutes apart. <laughs> and this is like the last four weeks of my pregnancy. And it turns out is because I was, I was like, okay, I need to drink more water for my kidneys, but I was drinking reverse osmosis water. So there are no minerals in it. So I was just dehydrating myself more and more. So that's when I started learning more about like, true hydration and like how I could hydrate myself more like not just plain water but adding you know 
making it a tea or adding minerals or raw milk has so many things in it that can hydrate you, all those kind of things. Um, but I think it was really looking also at just foundational health, which I think is so overlooked now as well. Um, you know, I made that real the other day. I just about how going out every morning and walking around in my grass that like immediately got rid of my cough, right? It, it's just so, there's so many things we can be doing at home to take care of our basic health that are free or just to support our bodies. And when I really dove more into that kind of thing, that is where I really saw progress. And then I still was having some health issues. So I saw a functional practitioner who I love and I'm so grateful for. And I'll never forget our first phone call because she called me with my results and was like, so I'm actually surprised you aren't experiencing a lot more symptoms. Like, tell me about your lifestyle. And when I told her, I cried. I remember crying because she told me, you should be so proud of yourself. Like, I, the only reason you're not experiencing more is because of how you're taking care of your foundational health. And so that just really sparked more into me knowing, okay, like, I don't even think I'm doing that much right now. So what if I did, you know, more to take, just take basic care of myself. And, um, and so from there, that's when I, I could never tell you exactly like what it was. I feel like people want like that magical, like, well, how exactly did you stop getting kidney pain? It's like, I have no idea. <laughs> like I'm just supporting my body in my overall health. And that's when I noticed, you know, my kidney pain went away, you know, my cycles got better. It's just really so much more simple, I think, than people know. And so, yeah, I just feel like to just support basic foundational health and like and we've been talking about in a way with all the things we've been giving here on earth, that's part of nature is really the best way to do that. Yeah, I agree. And it makes sense because the kidneys aren't like an isolated organ. It's not like the kidneys don't communicate with the rest of the body or vice versa. So mm -hmm. it's like you have to address the body as a whole, really. Like you can't look at things in isolation. And I talk about that, like with goal setting or with weightlifting, like how the body moves, you know, just like um, I'm spacing on the word right now, but basically like body physics, <laughs> like, how, like, like mechanics, you know, you can't just look at like, oh, well, you have a pain in your shoulder. There's a problem with the shoulder, you know, like we have to look at like how the whole body's moving. So it's the same thing with like, you're saying like with the kidneys, it's like, well, let's look at like how the whole body is operating and support the whole body and not just like kidney, kidney, kidney. Um, Yeah. So just in case there's anyone listening to this who may have fear around natural medicine or, um, you know, maybe they've just heard things like, oh, it's not as effective or it could potentially harm you, things like that. What preconceived notions do you think someone may have about natural medicine that just isn't true? Oh, it's so funny because I knew you were going to ask me this question. And I was thinking about, I actually asked most of my friends and some of whom are like not into the natural stuff at all. And I got the same answer. Like, why would you not use this? And it's, I don't know how, I don't know how to use it. You know, if I go to the doctor, they'll tell me this is what's wrong with you. And this is what you take. And it's written on the bottle of how much and when, and that is not how natural, 
you know, what I call original medicine works, right? It's having to um, just know that it will work a little bit different for everybody. And so I think that that's something kind of we talked at the beginning is just there's this overall place of fear where people just don't feel like they have authority or know their own body, right? Like, well, I don't know. So someone tell me. And with the thing with any sort of natural medicine is you just have to be open to taking a step. So like start with learning about one herb and knowing what that can do for you and trying it or, you know, like a, the mushrooms, um, a girlfriend actually texted me the other day because she just placed another order. And I was like, well, what did you notice, you know, was different for you when you took them? And she goes, well, I wasn't sure if I noticed anything until I stopped taking it. And then I knew it worked. <laughs> and so it's just, sometimes it's one of those things you have to just be patient and trust that it, it's going to help you. And I think that sometimes we just want like that quick band-aid fix or something, but it's not really going to help unless you take the time to just trust that it will help you and work. And even the same with like homeopathy medications, I think a lot of people don't realize that it's not when you take one, it's not supposed to fix and cover up everything. It's supposed to help your body learn how to just be okay with it and it helps your body learn how to deal with whatever the symptoms are. And so, yeah, I think the most resistance I've ever gotten is just like, well, I just don't know how, like you told me to take this thing, but like how much do I take or what do I do? And so just that resistance, I think, is the uncertainty of it. That makes sense. And I see that a lot even within fitness. Um, I think people are just so disconnected from their body. You know, like you were saying, if you go to the doctor, they're going to be like, okay, this is your prescription. You need to eat it. You know, eat it. <laughs> That's what you would say in Chinese, eat your medicine. <laughs> you need to take your medicine. <laughs> so you need to take this like after breakfast, one pill, you know, or at a certain time and don't drink water. You know, there's like all these things. And so we're constantly taught to suppress listening to our body like oh no your body's wrong ignore it just do this exactly. you know so and it's the same yeah. concept that I talk about with intuitive eating like if you have been like dieting off and on your whole life you're not gonna know what in the world your body's saying right off the bat you know like it's gonna take time you're gonna be like does my body want this does my body want that like because you have been ignoring its cues like your body doesn't even know, like, can I give you a cue? Like, would you even listen to me now? Like, <laughs> like it needs, you need to build up that trust. Um, and similar with pain, right? Like how many people will all of a sudden pain goes away. They're like, I didn't even know I was in pain, right? Because you just live with it for so long that you don't even know. So there's so many things I think we're just out of touch with the body. Just like you were talking about with intuitive eating and fitness. I just think that us being willing to trust ourselves and again like learning kids are so intuitive right <laughs> like they know things and I think that they're great teachers <laughs> in that concept and so but yeah just like being willing to know that you know how to take care of your body if you just took a step back and listened to it yeah. And knowing that it's okay if you don't get it all right immediately. Like it's going to take time to build that trust. 
you know, so it's not like you have to be like this genius all of a sudden, like, oh, I know, like, I'm going to take this, you know, this tincture then and this tea then and I'm going to have this for lunch. Like, maybe you won't know everything right away. And that's okay. It's a process of building up that trust and getting to know your body again, because we are taught that like our bodies are wrong, you know, but our bodies Mm -hmm. aren't wrong. They they've only done what we told them to do. That's what they do. So you have to, yeah, yeah, just rebuild that trust. Um, All right. Knowing that we won't know everything. Yeah. 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 I think that's important too. People think like, okay, I have to wait until I know enough. And it's like, there's always going to be more. So just start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I don't know. (laughs) I was on a walk this morning. Um, I took lemon for a walk by the river and I, I was just like, oh my goodness, like this is my life. And I can't believe this is my life. And it would not have happened if I waited to have everything figured out, like I had nothing figured out when I started building this current life for myself, I didn't know what the heck I was doing and it wouldn't have happened if I just didn't take that first step. So you, if you wait to feel like, you know, it all and you're like, okay, I'm fully prepared now. Nothing's going to get in my way. I'm going to do this perfectly. If that's what you're waiting for, you will literally never start because it's never going to (laughs) happen. So you just got to take the first step. Um. All right. So I want to know, because this is a passion of yours, but not everyone turns their passion into a business. So what made you want to turn it into that? Oh, so many reasons, I feel like. Um, I really, oh my gosh, I'm going to try not to cry. I think that being a mom made me so much more passionate about sharing because I felt like there were places in my life as a mother where I was just like, I felt so alone in knowing that the answers I was getting did not feel good enough or they were not the right ones for me. And I didn't have someone to turn to or ask and say, what could I be doing differently? Or like, am I wrong in trusting my gut instinct and things like that. And I just, for me, I know how blessed and grateful I feel like now that I have um, more people in my life with knowledge and certain things that I'm still learning about. And I just thought like, I want to be someone, even if I help like just a few people and knowing that there are other answers out there and like share the knowledge that I feel like I learned from not mistakes, because I feel like everything gets you to that place, right? But what I wish I would have known a a long time ago so that other moms can feel like they have that. And I want my husband home. (laughs) You know, I'm so but he has worked so hard, so hard to provide for us. And he we love him so much, but he works the craziest hours and they're long. And he does not love his job. <laughs> you know, he likes being able to provide, but he wants to be home and he wants to see what his kids are doing. And he wants to spend more time with me. And I thought, well, how can we make that happen? And so I feel like it was kind of born out of a necessity. Um, and then just also recently, we've found a new church that we love and we've just prayed on it so much more. And we just felt like, we were being called to do, do something else, like bring him home and do something else. And so 
it just kind of all felt like it came together that way. Yeah. yeah and I feel like the the best businesses are the ones that have like a meaning behind them, like a powerful meaning um, and purpose. I maybe purpose is the, is the right word because there's all kinds of businesses like Crocs, like, no, like who's passionate about Crocs, please. Like, <laughs> 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 like it, it's, we're not moving anyone from inside with a pair of Crocs, but like, mm-hmm. this is really meaningful. Like you're changing lives with this, like not just your life, but other people's lives is too. And you're, you're giving them essentially what you needed when you were in their position. And I know you're not a coach, but, um, I talk about this with coaches and I think it applies to you as well, where the best coaches are the ones who have been in your shoes before, like they get it and they know what you need. So it's kind of like you're, you're looking at other moms, like, Hey, I see you. I know what you need. Here it is. Like, I'm going to educate you. Um, so that's a beautiful thing you're doing. Um, yeah. And I know you, I know your husband has works these crazy hours and you're oftentimes home alone with your two kids and you're homeschooling them in just like the coolest way possible. Um, but that's like a massive job. Like you're not just taking care of a home, but you have like two children that you're raising. What made you feel like you would be able to do that? Like being a mom and teaching your children while starting the business. Um, well, I didn't think I could, (laughs) but I wanted to, so I'm doing it. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, we talk so much about people like, okay, I'll do it when I have everything perfect or when I know all these things. And for me, it was really about surrendering, Mm -hmm. like surrendering fear and knowing that this business is not going to run perfectly. My household will not run perfectly. I will not homeschool perfectly. Like I am just going to do it and learn along the way and surrender control over things I do not have control over. And one of the things I'm really grateful with the business I started um, with Steven is that we, part of that is part of their school, right? Like I don't want to just teach my kids you know, math and writing and reading and all the important things, but they are learning how to identify things um, to support their body at church. (laughs) I laughed so hard. The lady was like, I think she's going to be a doctor. She like knows. She's told us like, that's not really like food. I really shouldn't put that in my body. And she's six, right? So she's like, (laughs) and and they're like, they were telling, she was telling me like, this would be really good for me and stuff like that. And they're like, and she just seems really intuitive. And I thought that's the kind of stuff I want to teach my kids. So to have a business where I can bring them along to learn things too, you know, my kids are so artistic. So I look forward to having them do labels and logoing, uh, logoing, doing a logo (laughs) or right? Like being able to bring them and have this family business and being creative with that. And I just, it was one of those things where, um, you know, we started selling our products online in May of this year. And it wasn't until like two or three weeks ago, I finally was like, okay, I have got to start actually like doing marketing and actually working more on this to get this going. And I just had to decide to do it. And 
I just didn't have a choice if I wanted my dreams to come true. So it's just that choice, like I said, of surrendering, like, all right, this is the situation I'm in in the season of life and let's do it. Yeah. That's, that's a commonality I hear with a lot of people. Like you put it in different words, you say surrendering, but a lot of people just say like, there's no other choice. Like you either want it and you do it, or you don't want it enough to do it. There's, those are the options, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's not that some people don't want that change in their life, but you have to want it enough, like despite all these other things. And I talk about this a lot with business. And I think you're doing this in a beautiful way that your business, when you're creating it for yourself, it shouldn't be something that you shove into your life. It should be something that fits into your life. So like your kids doing the logos, it's like a family thing. Like this is going to enhance your familiness. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's not going to be a burden for you, um, which is something so beautiful. Um, all right. So I want to wrap this up, but before I want to know, I wanted to originally ask you what advice you would give other moms that have like a dream like yours, but we really touched on so many things like you having, um, I don't want to say overcome the kidney disease, but like learning how to manage it um, and empowering yourself with, uh, you know, learning about natural medicine, how to support yourself in a more holistic way. Um, Yeah, I guess what advice would you give to anyone who is feeling um, maybe a little bit overwhelmed with where to start in caring for their body in a more holistic way? Um, I would just say, honestly, the basics. I, I mean, I know this is stuff you've talked about too, but like, especially moms, like most likely they're not eating enough Mm -hmm. and they're like actual food. Mm -hmm. Um, so like getting outside, putting your feet in that grass, giving yourself that five minutes in the morning, right? Like where you go outside, you can bring your kids with you. Sometimes the kids come outside with me and we just stand there. Like it's, I, I know you saw, you said this morning, it was like 26 degrees where you are. It's really cold here too but I don't care. I'm putting my feet in that ground. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, making sure you're getting breakfast with you, with you waking up within, you know, 60 minutes. That was huge for me as a mom to feel like I had enough energy to get through the day. Having the kids like get in the kitchen with me to cook food was so helpful and just making sure that I was taking care of my own body with just, the care, the nettle tea. That's, I'm going to say that to everybody. <laughs> Quality source tea. I get like a pound of it loosely and the nettle for sure. And then the reishi is so great for daily. It's an immune booster. It's going to help with inflammation. For me as a mom, I feel like that's been my go-to to just not feel so on those days I'm not getting enough sleep you know, things I can't control that really helps me just feel like I'm not going to get triggered or completely overstimulated. And the lion's mane is so great for, you know, the mom brain where you, you walk into your room, you're like, I totally just forgot what I walked in here for. <laughs> like it's so I think great. For your memory. It's great for any brain. Like, so to anyone listening, um, Colina sent me some reishi and lion's mane and it's like, I felt so I felt like at peace and smart. 
I was like, I am so calm and smart. <laughs> it was like all of my thoughts just like were organized. I could express myself more clearly. And I just felt like chilled, like not like like zombie chilled, but like calm. Like I wasn't like, oh, I have to go do this. And I do that. Blah, blah, blah. Like the Energizer Bunny. Centered. Like, yeah, centered. Centered. Maybe that's the right word. <laughs> Smart and <Dude>. calm. <laughs> Alora tells me every day, like when we're, I'm like, okay, let's do a lesson. She's like, I have, she's like, um, good thing I took my lion's mane this morning. It's great for kids to, I mean, focusing with them too, especially with school and stuff. Um, it's great for them as well. So, so cute. Um, all right. So where can people, oh, actually I was going to ask where people can find you if they want to connect with you. But, um, I thought of this a couple times while you were talking, not off topic. It's going to sound like it at first you talked about the grounding. Um, what if people like don't have grass that they can stand in? I know like any ground is ground, but what do you think about grounding mats? Like, I know it's not probably as good as going and putting your feet in the grass, but what about like a grounding blanket, grounding mats? Like, is that ever an option? To be fully transparent, I don't know. I have not okay. done enough research and I've never used one. So mm-hmm. I think if you don't have that option, that's something worth looking into. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, like I will walk down the street on the pavement barefoot when we go for a walk with kids too. Like, I think that getting outside, it, the grounding so great, but even just like the walking and the fresh mm-hmm. air, I think it's a really a combination of all of them. Um, but yeah, grounding mats, I've never used one. So I don't know. Yeah, I think we've we've talked a little bit about that in the past. Where I just like, I've always hated shoes my whole life. Like, hate, hate, hate shoes. Like, I, I don't even like socks. I'm wearing socks right now because it's cold. But I just like, I cannot just like get everything off my feet. Like, I want to feel free. It just feels right. Like, I remember kicking and screaming as a kid and like throwing my shoes across the room. <laughs> like no my son does not like wearing them we show up so many times to my daughter's dance class she's in these like ballet shoes and everyone's like oh did he not want to wear shoes today and I'm like well he just doesn't really ever wear they're like oh so you just didn't want to lose that fight and I was like no I let him <laughs> yeah <laughs> like my toddler's here tantrum <laughs> like he's four and a half and he didn't want to wear shoes and I told him like okay I'm not like you're you're good to just walk around like that today and he's like yep and I'm like okay great and he, people tell me all the time, he's like, they're like, oh, his feet look so like he's got the widespread toes. I'm like, yeah, he's got the healthiest feet around. Yeah. Yeah. That's how our feet are supposed to be. Okay. Well, we could keep talking about this for a million years, but let's wrap it up. Where can people find you if they want to connect with you? So woodbebotanicals.com and that's spelled W-O-O-D-B-E-E. <laughs> I got to spell botanicals. <laughs> B-O-T-A-N-I-C-A-L-S. You'll link it in the notes. <laughs> um, but it's woodbebotanicals.com. And um, and then, yeah, Estelle should have some discount codes for you as well coming up. So, yeah. So whenever I get my hands on those, I will put them in the show notes. Um, and, yeah, so woodbebotanicals, it'll, just in case you don't know how to spell, it's going to be in the show notes. <laughs> and um what are some current products you have available I know you have the reishi the lion's mane have you come out with anything else since then uh so um I have my cold cough and illness guide that's going to be released on Monday officially and that is Monday the 30th 
Okay. Um, and okay. then I, and then this next month I'll have Chinese skullcap and ashwagandha. Ooh, that what you said that's the end of this month or next month at the end of next month no okay okay because currently it's currently brewing i'm thinking about putting this episode in december so that would be perfect well, so perfect. then if this yeah. is if this is launched in december like okay you guys just being transparent with everyone listening i don't know when this episode is coming out <laughs> so <laughs> if it is december then she has the skull cap and the ashwagandha right say ashwagandha yep and the guide and the reishi and lion's mane. So if you want to feel calm and smart like me, like, <laughs> you can get the reishi and the lion's mane. I'm sure everything else is amazing too. Um, yeah. So I'll put links for all of that in the show notes. And then they can also follow me on would be botanicals on Instagram. Um, I do try to post quite a bit of helpful information for free on there as well. So yeah. Yeah. Everyone give her a follow and Kalina, thank you so much for coming on the show. I can't wait to share this episode with all of my listeners. I know there are so many moms that tune in and I know even non-moms like myself can be inspired by you too. Are you on the journey to achieve a healthier lifestyle, but find it challenging to get all the nutrients you need from your regular diet? Look no further than Perfect Supplements. Perfect Supplements is a leading provider of high-quality, all-natural supplements designed to support your well-being and help you reach your health goals. Whether you're an athlete striving for peak performance, a busy professional seeking more energy, or simply someone who wants to improve their overall vitality, Perfect Supplements has something for you. They are committed to sourcing the purest and most potent ingredients to create products that are free of harmful additives, fillers, and synthetic chemicals. You can trust that what you're putting in your body is of the highest quality and genuinely beneficial. One of my favorites is their grass-fed collagen. It's fantastic for supporting joint health, promoting radiant skin, and strengthening hair and nails. Plus, it's sourced from grass-fed, pasture-raised cattle, ensuring that you get the best quality collagen available. And for you guys, they're offering an exclusive discount. Head over to their website at perfectsupplements.com and use the code Estelle at checkout to get 10% off your order. That's Estelle, my name, E-S-T-E-L-L-E. And what's even better is when you buy three, you save 20%. When you buy six, you save 25%. Stack that with my code Estelle, E-S-T-E-L-L-E, for that additional 10% off and you get up to a total of 35% off. Take a step towards a healthier you with Perfect Supplements. The link is in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I know you could have been doing other things, listening to other podcasts, but you listened to mine. So thank you. If you appreciated this episode, share it with a friend, family member, coworker, anyone else you think could benefit from it, even on your social media. And if you want to go the extra mile, leave a review. I know I might sound like a voice just coming through your headphones or your car stereo, but I am a real person as are you. And when I read your kind reviews, it truly warms my heart and it also helps my podcast grow and reach more people. Lastly, I want you to remember that this podcast is for you. So if there's a topic you'd like to hear about, let me know. Send me an email at estellecfitness at gmail.com. That's Estelle, the letter C, word fitness. So E-S-T-E-L-L-E, the letter C and the word fitness at gmail.com. Or send me a DM on Instagram at Estelle C Fitness. Signing off now. I'll talk to you guys later.